0: Everybody, welcome to the Heartway Podcast. Uh, this is Jody here, and today uh, I have Todd with me. Uh, Todd, if you could introduce yourself and tell us more about your your role
1: there at Faith Baptist Church in North Little Rock. Well, I'm Todd Dornan. I am the uh, associate pastor here at Faith, and I am I'm really new to the staff and to the church here. Uh, I pastored previously 20 years, almost 20 years in Denair, California at uh, the Danaire Missionary Baptist Church. But uh, the Lord seemed fit to move me past last September to uh, Faith Baptist Church and just kind of getting acclimated and, and trying to fit in and, uh, you know, serve the, the people here at Faith. So um, that's, that's in a nutshell. All right, yeah, it's, it's great to, to have
0: you here today. And so, uh, we're actually doing this this interview on Zoom. This is our first uh, time doing a podcast over Zoom. I'm over here in the Houston area. He's in the North Little Rock area, and so um, that's that's why we're doing it this way. And uh, we're excited to have that possibility. Uh, and, and a little bit about you know t- today and what we're going to talk about. Um, we do we do a weekly. Uh, zoom with with pastors missionaries church planners ministry leaders uh all over the world all over the u.s and um todd todd sometimes comes up into that and 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 we we talk about different topics each week and and uh recently we were i forget the main topic we were talking about um but but it but but it got to a point where um he mentioned about not taking things personally, different comments, different, um, different things that were being done. Maybe it was like a missionary uh, losing support from a partnering church, something like that. Uh, Some people's comments, not taking them personally. And when he was talking about that, it just really resonated with me thinking, wow, this is, this is something we could go deeper into because there's a, there's a lot of, of weight on ministry leaders um and and pastors and missionaries um with with how to handle <laughs> different actions different um different comments different reactions uh from 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 people and churches so that's that's kind of what we're going to get into do today so i'm going to ask Todd some different questions and just kind of let him uh let him speak on these things so the first question we have here today is how how can we, taught respond to things like declining or less attendance in church um, than we would like? Uh, so maybe it's not what we're expecting. Uh, how, can we, how can we
1: respond to that? Well, you know, knowing, being a pastor for almost 30 years um, and speaking to missionaries and church planters and other pastors, you know we we bear the weight we feel like you know the success what we deem as or perceive as success you know falls on us and so when attendance is declining or plateauing uh, we have a tendency to um, take that personal as a reflection of our ability or our our pastoring and are are sometimes declined because of the pastor his lifestyle yes you can't you can't deny that but uh not in every instance um you know sometimes i've seen churches even you know 25 30 years ago uh the demographics changed in the area and so um the church didn't necessarily change to the community it was it just stayed the same and so We've seen decline. Um, I know in Denair, you know, we experienced an ebb and flow of of attendance, and there seemed to be sometimes there were hurdles, you know, like hitting the fifty barrier, you know, exceeding that, and um, mm-hmm. and and so sometimes we it's easy to get discouraged when things decline or plateau, uh, you know, when the baptistry is growing cobwebs instead of you know keeping water mm-hmm. in it baptizing people. But I've learned, you know, at least where I pastored that, that all I, all I can control, if you will, is, is how I minister to my people, how I encourage them to do outreach and, and trust God leaving the results to God. You know, Paul said it right. I planted Apollos watered. God gave the increase. Um, you know, culture changes from as years go by. Um, circumstances, situations, um, all play a part uh, of of your area of ministry. Um, you know, I, you know, being in Denair and then hearing my friends, you know, maybe from the south, and you know, all the the success they seem to be having and the back, you know, sometimes it's like, oh man, I want that. Uh, why isn't that happening here? And, uh, I think sometimes if we compare, um, it, it can do us some harm in the sense of, you know, comparison, you're not in the same area you're not the same context, not, you know, the same culture. Mm-hmm. And you really mm-hmm. have to just, just look at and examine your own context. And so I, I'll just give you an example at, at Denair. Um, you know, when I got to Denair, it was a small struggling church. Uh, their previous pastor had passed away because of a brain aneurysm. Uh, he was there for 12, 13 years, very beloved. Um, but, the, but the church was very small. They had about you know 25 members. Um, so I came in, I was bivocational. Um and I, I just I just loved on the people for a while, got to know them. Uh the church tr- God bless. We began to grow in some years. It was slow going in the beginning and and uh we hit that 50 mark, you know, we doubled our size and we just could not get over that hurdle. We just we'd gain members mm-hmm. and then we, you know, some families would move away because of jobs mm-hmm. or and it just seemed like we were having a hard time um just just going beyond and 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 reaching our community and so you know i I was raised um you know with some traditional thinking uh you know door knocking um you know so i you know i i tried all the things that I, i that i knew and i learned that i had to really kind of begin to because you know especially in california door knocking is um, you know, people just don't want you to come to your door their door. So you have to kind of think outside the box. And so I, I really began to pray. My wife began to pray, how we can reach our community. And uh, so we began, we realized that if we want to um to make an impact on our community and 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 have it, you know, imp, you know, if, in effect affect our church and attendance, um, we needed to be involved in a community. And so we were presented, God opened some doors. Uh, my wife and I served on a couple of committees for our, uh, our city that we lived in. Uh, we, deserved, we served on a Dinero Farm and Family um, Festival Committee. I also served on a committee called Dinero Cares. Um, it was more of a service-based committee. Um, but basically it gave me an opportunity to meet people outside the four walls of my church uh, building my church family and begin to understand the, the, the city that I live in and reach people where, where they are and, and, and through time of just getting to know people um, God, God has God blessed and uh, people begin to take notice and begin to visit and to attend and then ask questions and, and, um, and, and go forward but, but there's successes and failures in all that story and, mm-hmm. and, and, and so I had to learn, and it's hard, but, you know, cause there's people that come and visit that wouldn't return. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, okay, why was it a bad sermon? Mm-hmm. I preached? sometimes I, sometimes we're too mm-hmm. self-focused, you know, what did I do wrong? Um, mm-hmm. perhaps it's, you know, it wasn't their style of music, uh, that we, mm-hmm. that we had whatever. And, and I had to learn that I, I am not, I am not responsible for the decisions that people make mm-hmm. and I just need to be faithful. in what mm-hmm. God has called me to do. And, uh, and I'm and, and still continuing to learn, still continuing to, to thrive. And so, um, you know, and, and, you know, we, we hit a peak in Denair. We, we were averaging over a hundred at one time. And then before I finally stepped away, you know, we were down, you know, in the eighties. Um, I, it just ebb and flowed. And, and, um, I, I don't know, you know, if, if, if the, the small tennis and decline was all on me, I don't think so. I think it's just the times in which we live. But again, we were still reaching people. In fact, I, I went back and I visited, um, uh, just a couple of weeks ago and they, they didn't have a pastor as of yet still, but there were still visitors coming, mm-hmm. still guests coming. Which is good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, and um, so I think we have to be careful as it relates to church decline, church growth. As to, um, you know, if it's our success or failure, I just think we have to look at a, a broader approach mm-hmm. of of um, of looking at it and learning through it. You know, what could we do better? What could we um, how can I reach my community more? Uh, ne- not don't necessarily just look at it at a negative point, like, Oh, I'm done here. Maybe yeah. it's just, it's something that God can use to open our hearts and our minds to doing something more, doing something different, something outside of the box. Um, you know, of, of you know, what our community, how could we, how can we get our, our hands and our feet and our, you know, into the heart of our community and serve our community best with the gospel, and uh, and and so sometimes it may each, you know, it, things may may look different from Danaire to North Little Rock to Houston, or wherever people may be laboring, but of um, just trying to find what what that is, and the only thing I know to do is is you know make yourself, you know, connect connecting to your community. Um, in some way somehow so um yeah. so but i mean i you know we, we I, I think if people you see ebb and flows in church tendance and decline and you have to look at that and evaluate and and if it is on you then change <laughs> you know yeah um and and yeah. don't, don't 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 uh don't feel bad about evaluating and examining your own your own life your own heart so i think god can grow us not you know we didn't enter into ministry knowing everything yeah and um and uh, so it's it could be time to learn and grow as well i hope that yeah, answered, i like that, I hope that it answered does. Your yeah
0: yeah 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 i liked a couple of the things you brought out specifically that stood out to me um one is keeping the idea of success in mind like mm-hmm. there's obedience to god and don't get overly caught up in the numbers thing but yeah. I mean, it is something to be aware of. Uh, to yeah. to do a self analysis, am I am I doing something that I that I could be doing now that I could be doing better, uh, yeah. and, and looking at it as a way to to improve. But also that we don't know what season we're in in the in the, in terms of of the world and of our community and our church, and you know we're just a small blip uh, in the whole realm of uh, the history of the world, and so keeping that in mind that. We might not see the fruit someone else might see. And you you brought that all out, but that's just what stood out to me. So we'll we'll move on to the next question here. Um, How can we respond to negative or critical personal remarks from our
1: congregants? Now, this one, (laughs) I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Yes. Well, you know, as a pastor or missionary or church leader, uh, you know, we're up front. So we're going to get the most criticism. You know, um, but not all criticism is, is negative. I think when we think about the word criticism, we have a tendency to think negatively of, you know, now everybody's a little bit different in their personality. I, I by nature am a people pleaser. So criticism, I hate to hear it because I just want to please everybody. But the reality is you cannot please everybody. And so I've had to learn that even sometimes when someone, what I might perceive as someone being critical in a negative way, I have to really weigh that in my own heart and mind. If they're, if they're, if they're, they're not really attacking me, you know, I'll give you an example. When I, my first experience in ministry um, as a youth pastor, and I was actually in Arkansas, um, I was there for two and a half years. I began to feel like the Lord was calling me to, to pastoral ministry, uh, you know, not just being a youth pastor, but a lead pastor. And so I asked the church if it would be okay uh, if I went to, you know, other churches to to go and view the call or, you know, to interview uh, for their pastor position. And, and the church was gracious and said, yes, but at the time, I was getting phone call after phone call after phone call, and I was gone week after week after week. And I was young, and I wasn't thinking about what impact that would have on my current position in my own church where my membership and my ministry was among the youth. And there was a, a man, a deacon um, by the name of John, and he was kind of that gruff, exterior kind of guy. Um mm-hmm. But he came to me and he he, he shared concerns about uh, me being gone so many consecutive Sundays and the ministry involved here. And basically, he asked me, he "Goes, and, and I think he was right, but he asked me, mm-hmm. you know, either you need to, you know, be our youth pastor or resign, you know, mm-hmm. one or the other. You're, you're, mm-hmm. and so." at first the way he brought about it, I was kind of hurt at first, yeah. you know, like I felt, cause again, I'm a people pleaser. I hate, you know, Yeah, and I had to stand back and, and I had to really look at him. Cause I saw that he had tears in his eyes and I realized, you know, what, he's saying this out of a heart of love for his church and for me, it wasn't mm-hmm. an attack. He was just, it was something that was on his heart bothering me. And that was my first experience of realizing that when someone comes to me and doing something, that I might be doing something that could be criticized, that not not every time is it is it personal. The person actually may be coming across, you know, because they, they love their church. They do love me, but they see this situation or circumstances that is concerning. Mm-hmm. And, and so... I, I, I've kind of taken that through the years and have, have grown, and, and there's been challenges, um, and begin to examine um, some ways in which I could counter some criticism. And sometimes uh, the first thing that I do is is I don't I don't necessarily respond right away to mm-hmm. criticism. Like if something comes through an email or text message. Um, sometimes, you know, we have to admit that text messages and emails are very hard to read. You can't see the person's okay. body language or inflection. And sometimes we can yeah. panic and read into things that were never there. Yeah. So I, I don't respond right away. I, I, I take some time to pray about it and think about it. And, um, then I, I, I try to look at it from the, in a couple of ways. One is what they're saying. True. Hmm. Is there any truth, any negative truth mm-hmm. that they are are sharing in this? And I also look in that is, you know, I, I consider the person who's coming to me mm-hmm. and and I kind of look at, OK, I don't see where they're like, you know, they're not berating me and calling me bad names and telling me I'm no good. So, I, you know, they, they're not personally attacking me in, in, in some of these, at least. Sometimes I mean is there there are people that, that do, um, but I, I do look at it, and then I, I try to do my best to to then after I prayed about it, consider, look at it, to reply in a very godly, uh, rational way, and and once I filter it all, I, I do kind of throw away the maybe the nonsense because sometimes people come with nonsense, but, but that's the best way that that I know to. Uh, deal with this criticism, um, because you know, as, as I got through years as a leader, uh, there was another situation at Denair, and and I, and, and I have a, a big heart for the people still at Denair. I, I, they're they're a uh-huh. lot like my family, very personal. Been there a long time. My my daughter uh-huh. and son-in-law still attend there, and uh, uh-huh. you know, I <laughs> I was just there a long time. They still have my heart. It was very difficult to leave. But, mm-hmm. uh, there, you know, there's been times as I was leading them and, um, that there were times where I, I wanted to lead them in a certain direction and, uh, they didn't agree with me. And, and sometimes I, I, I could, I, I'd go home a little frustrated, like they're not following my leadership. Um, you know, I, and sometimes it's so quick because again, I'm a people pleaser, and mm-hmm. thinking to myself, you know, you know, I wonder if I'm done here. Should I move on? Um, but but that wasn't really it at all. I, I, sometimes I. Some things were on me where I did not. I did not teach them the direction I wanted to go. I didn't lay the foundation of the reason why we should go this direction. And so they didn't mm-hmm. see the vision necessarily. And um, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes, you know, they they. It was just for, you know, their own preferences. So, I'll give you an example. Yeah. Again, uh, you know, Sunday most Sunday night attendance in churches these days are are declining, mm-hmm. and uh, so we had, you know, we still had it at, at the time uh, BTC and our evening worship, and we did forty five minutes of classes, and then really only forty five minutes of worship. And our and our numbers were dropping Sunday evening, and I'm like, you know, it, it, we're, we're you know we're what can we do to to better use our time to honor the Lord here, where it'll be more where we can bring more people in, and so I I suggested after a lot of prayer about let's let's do away with BTC and just have an hour of quality worship, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. To the Lord, and uh, at first, a lot of people were like, "Yeah, this is this is right." And then, uh, mm-hmm. but the people were still hesitant, mm. uh, you know, to do away with BTC classes. You know, we need more Bible and not less. And and you know, I get that, I get that. Yeah. And uh, but more people seemed that night to be for it than against it. So I thought, oh, okay, this this is going very very well. And uh, but the church says, well, let's, let's take a couple of weeks. Let's pray about this. Let's, let's, let's think through this. And during that two weeks and as people thought it, the, the it reversed totally that people didn't uh-huh. want to get rid of it. And, uh-huh. uh, and, and even though I was, I was for it and they didn't necessarily want to follow that direction. I was not going to, you know, throw a fit or, you know, force them into uh-huh. a direction they wanted to go. I, I actually thought about, you know, I need to listen to the people and if this is what they want, then this is what we're going to continue to do. But I shared with them, then, then people are going to have to attend and our attendance mm-hmm. after that discussion, our attendance did go up, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it, mm-hmm. it took some time to work through, but so they didn't follow me and what I wanted to do, what I thought, you know, would be, you know, prayerfully considered what, what the Lord would have us to do. And, 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 you know, there could be a lot of reasons to keep it, not keep it, but uh, at the end result, at the end time, it, it did improve our evening attendance. It wasn't great mm-hmm. by any means, but it did improve. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I think it re- made people realize that, you know, the quality of teaching, the, you know, quality of preaching, it, it made, people saw the value in coming Sunday evening. So that that helped, but it, I didn't take it personal at the yeah. end of the day, I just, I just, you know, was I disappointed? Sure. But it, it wasn't something that was going to, um, destroy me or, you know, yeah. <laughs> cause me to, you know, not get out of bed in the morning, uh, cause I'm depressed. Yeah. Um, it, it was just, it was, it was not personal. And, and through those, those times of, of leading and ministry, I've had to really work on that not everything, that when someone disagrees with me, when someone says, you know, something critical, hey, you know, you said this in a sermon. I don't think that was appropriate or so Maybe I said a joke, you know, or something. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I genuinely think what the, I try to project that the person is coming from a good place and you know, when presenting this. And I'll consider it. I won't make, dismiss it all the way. I won't dismiss them. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll just go through this process of, you know, maybe not responding. I'll say, hey, I'll pray about this. Let me think about it. Um, and I will uh, I'll get back to you, you know, tell you what I yeah, what do you think or whatever. And uh, usually that served me well. Um, and I, I think what it does, too, is it builds it builds a relationship between the person who's being critical and you, that you, you do see value in what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, and, and consider it. So it builds, it builds a good, a good bridge between you and your critic. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and and it's okay. It's okay to say if they're right, if they are right to say, you know, (laughs) I was wrong. I was wrong. And, uh, and and because sometimes we are wrong, yeah, amen. So, we are, <laughs> we yeah. are, and it's
0: to be willing to to uh, apologize in those situations shows a lot um, to the to the people, and it's beneficial for us and our relationship with God and our ministry and everything. What really stood out to me while you're talking is just the overall idea of understanding. Like you want to be understanding of them. Yes. And that takes time. That takes time. You mentioned the pausing. Uh, you know, I think of James 1.19 about everyone being quick to listen, slow yeah. to speak, and slow to anger. And that's kind of what I what I saw um, in your in your answer. And I thought that was uh, really really wise advice. I think we could we could learn a lot from just pausing uh, before we before we speak. and and giving people the benefit of the doubt, um, that (laughs) usually it's not, it's not personal and it's a lot of times difficult for people to come up to you and build up the courage, maybe not for everybody, but for a lot of people to to build up the courage and and to say those things. Um, I think we've had a lot to chew on today, um, from, from these things, um, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to put so much into this episode <laughs> that we just <laughs> we 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 leave not having some big takeaways. But I think um, you know these two questions um, and and your answers. I mean, they uh, is something anybody listening could use um, because I mean, we 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 have some Russians that listen, and uh, they you know they may not be in a in a, in a in charge of a church where their attendance is, uh, declining, but, yeah. uh, you know, they may be in a situation where they're, they're in a job or they're over some people at work and they're and their business isn't seeming to be functioning as well. Maybe people yeah. are leaving, maybe good people are leaving and they're wondering why. And, and again, self-analysis, prayerful self-analysis. Uh, you know, I think of, um, the Psalms where, um, I think it's Psalm 139 where uh, you yeah, know praying me. about search me, search yeah. me, God, show show me my heart, see if there's any right. wicked way in me, exactly. uh, and, and and so yeah, just praying that prayer, uh, getting the log out of our own eyes, yeah, uh, before we uh, before we come back and 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 move forward with that. So any 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 last bits of 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 advice or thing you want to add into before we close out today?
1: Well. You know, I know that the last couple of years have been very difficult for pastors and church planners because of COVID. And I know that sometimes we felt alone and isolated, and sometimes our people. I mean, if we if we'd never faced more criticism, it was mask, no mask, uh, meeting, no meeting, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and and sometimes us as pastors, we were in a no-win situation. Mm. Um. And so, I had so through that, you know, because another part of learning is uh, people being critical is is all I knew. All I knew what to do through that time was we were going to do whatever it took to honor God mm-hmm. and keep people safe, whatever mm-hmm. that looked like. Mm-hmm. To honor God and keep people safe, um, and and so. Um, it, it changed constantly. What we did, we met inside, we met outside. We went, you know, we never forced people to wear, wear masks. We left that optional. Some people didn't like it, but that's that's the decision we made together collectively. Um, and uh, then once we made that decision, you know, I just stood by it and um, and and kind of went through. I think God honored it, you know, because our hearts were no one has gone through this before. We're going to honor him. That's what we want to do is honor him. But at the same time do the best that we can of keeping people healthy and safe. Uh, so we did the best we could. And mm-hmm. did we do it perfectly? Probably not. I don't know mm-hmm. of anybody who did. Uh, there's a lot of varying ideas and you know, even brethren might be criticizing each other. Well, I would have mm-hmm. shut down or I would have stayed open. Mm-hmm. But you're not Mm. in that area. You're not in that that culture that that, you know, there's a lot of things to consider. Um, And so, again, with the idea of criticism, um, all I know for me is I have to be right with God. Mm. Right. I need to be Mm -hmm. right with God and realize that, you know, if I am striving to honor him and, and do the right things according to Scripture, um, I know that I'm just a man that, that, that has faults that could, that, that could be open for criticism. And I have uh-huh. to take, you know, I, I'm just going to take each criticism as what it is, is it is a time to grow. So I'll discard the, the crud <laughs> and take uh-huh. what might be applicable to help me grow as an individual and try to not look at the person as if they're going to attack me and uh, that they, they're really genuinely wanting to honor the Lord themselves and um, move forward so that's really yeah that's that's really great advice and I like the stories that you've shared I think it's
0: relatable uh for a lot of our listeners um you know similar backgrounds and different things and so thanks for sharing those stories um I got I got I got a lot out of them and (laughs) and and, (laughs) and honestly um you know just just the idea of being a person of understanding and even if even if People aren't coming with the best of intentions. So a lot of times, you know, we we give them the benefit of the doubt. They are. We can just have the understanding that sometimes hurt people hurt people that, you know, we don't we don't necessarily know what the person's going through to have said that and just taking the time to reflect, like you said, and, and pause. and and come to some more understanding, maybe you'll learn about, you know, something they're going through that they've just lost someone uh, or or they just lost their job or they've had a difficult time with their family recently and you can minister to them then. And so it's uh, (laughs) sometimes, uh, you know, just not jumping to conclusions and and taking things personally. Don't take it personally. Um, That's, that that's a way to depression. I think, um, it's just just to do that. But thank you so much, Todd, for 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 being willing to to consider this um, podcast and and answer these questions with us today. It's I really hope it's beneficial for everyone out there. Um, I know it's been beneficial for me. And I think it's something that we could all learn from no matter what, where we're at in our ministry, whether we're missionary or pastor, church planner, or just just someone else. We can we can learn from these lessons. So thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Well, thank you for having me. And it's an honor. I know there are a lot of men who are probably way more qualified than myself to, uh, to answer some of these things, but I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be on and, and just share what I know. So. Well,
0: thanks, Todd. Yeah, I appreciate it. You've, you've had years of experience in it, and it shows. Um, you know, just the fact that you're willing to take the time to understand and do a self-analysis this, this probably speaks to some of the reason that you've, you're still around in ministry. Yeah. Uh, so so thank you uh, for, for sharing, and we appreciate it so much having you today. And uh, for those listeners out there, this has been the Heartway Podcast, where we seek to help with issues at the source. Until next time.